0: I'm Josh Cooperman, and this is Convo by Design with a conversation about modern architecture, one of my favorite topics, with Erla and Tergvi of Minarch. This is Erla, Angel's daughter, and Trigvi Thorstensen of Minarch. The duo founded Minarch, a Santa Monica based architecture firm that is producing groundbreaking minimalist modern design that is both stunning to look at and stripped down to the very essence of the structure itself. Materials and lack of materials play a huge role in the finished product that is their work, the absence of paint, carpet, tile, and a focus on letting the included materials speak a different dialect in the language of architecture. And because architecture is a language all its own, Minarch's work allows the design to speak for itself using a don't tell me, show me approach. This is Erla and Trigvi of Minarch. Convo by Design is presented by Walker Zanger, a fantastic company and an equally fantastic design partner. While the Walker Zanger brand was built on the promise to inspire designers and architects to do their best work, there's far more to it than that. Yes, that promise is fulfilled every day through a commitment to provide the best ceramic, glass, stone, porcelain, and concrete surfaces and finishes. But at the heart is a family-owned and operated business that provides stunning surfaces for a well-designed home and does it to make designers and architects do their best work for their clients. Walker Zanger started in 1952, and they are absolutely one of the best trade partners a designer can have. Check out their newest collaborative line with designer Pieta Donovan, a a collection of cement and ceramic tiles inspired by the patterns and colorways of the 1970s and created with a comfortable modernity. Walker Zanger is on the cutting edge of design, featuring products for every style and architectural feel you can create. And they provide homeowners with the materials that dream kitchens and baths are made of. Check out any of their 14 showrooms across the country or shop online, walkerzanger.com. I wanted to start with you where I always do. I'm I'm a fan of your work and I wanna get to the work in a minute. But what I'd really like to do is is know how you how you two met, and while the firm is based in Santa Monica now, I want to know where it started, is uh, how it started, why it started. Tell me about the firm. Tell me about the the idea behind it.
1: Uh, yeah. Where do you want to start?
2: Yeah. Well, both of us came out here for school. I came a little earlier. I came in the nineties, uh, and we met we met through we met through work. Uh, later in life, uh, in the 99, you know, we, we, well, we met a little earlier and we started together in the 99 and, um, uh, and, uh, it just was something that kind of, you know, clicked, you know, we were working for another company at that point. And, um, you know, soon after we met, we kind of decided to, you know, start our own business.
0: I I love that, and it's interesting because in ninety nine two thousand, you know, architecture in Los Angeles interior interior design in Los Angeles has always been something that was that was popular. I think in an ephemeral way, you know, it was always what was new, what was trendy. Everyone had to have that. Architecture was always slow in Southern California to come along. And I think because again things were trendy, and um, your your aesthetic, your ideas of, of regarding architecture, the functionality uh, around the the form and around the design, when you, when you first started working in Southern California in architecture, that was not. That was not a a popular thing did you sort of sort of gradually change to it or where did where did your where did your style i don't want to say style because that's not the right word but where where did where did you develop your your signature architectural footprint
1: well we come from iceland and i think that has a lot to do with it and i think it's important to uh use what you know and and uh, have, so that's what we had as uh coming here. We had, you uh, know, the European, uh, Icelandic uh, nature and love and family and hospitality with us when we came here.
2: Yeah, I think it's like, it's also the simplicity of like, it, it's very a privilege to uh, grow up in a different place uh, like Iceland very everything is in a way uh it's hard to get and and you kind of you treat things differently like you said uh, you know the the hipness and the and and the norm and the all these things are not as grown into our culture like here you know um and and, and the same with the building methods and and everything it's it's, it's more it's more open and more uh, you know a small country and we use what we have so when we came here it became kind of yeah, you know, in a way, a little
0: shock for us. Yeah, I would, so. I, I would, I would imagine it was, and it was not used to what you you grew up in, and and that's what I find so curious is normally, normally it's always different with with creative types, but oftentimes you'll find that creative types sort of adapt and grow and develop into the style, in, in which is already there, and then they improve upon it. In your case the style that you came from was was not currently popular here but the style kind of came to you and i think that that's a it's a really interesting approach because when you look at your work it's stylistically it's beautiful it's it's also Thank you. you're welcome it's also you know in its in its mini, in its minimalistic approach it's not minimal on the luxury side but it is on you know from a from a holistic Standpoint, you know, there are a lot of things that you take out of the design process, which I'm fascinated by because you still have that 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 high luxury to the design. Is when you start a pro- on a project, do you how do you, how do, what's your process?
1: Well, it is important to look at uh, what the lot has, what the um, surroundings has to give before we start anything. And then uh, we 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 do a lot of buildings in Southern California, where the weather is always where you put the, uh, your thermostat sixty eight to seventy two degrees. So it is important to take advantage of the whole area, the whole lot um, that you're working with, and that we always want to integrate uh, nature. Uh, and living, living with nature, and living in nature inside out, um, outside in, because that uh, we think is very important for your mental and physical health.
0: I totally agree, and, and I think it's interesting, too. We, we talk about holistic design with an H, and it also goes so, so well in holistic design with a W, where it's, you know, a, about the The health and healthy aspect of the of the design in the architecture itself, as opposed to holistic with an age, which is really sort of observing and studying and crafting a a design from beginning to to you know to middle to end and I, I think you know here in southern california you're you 're right with regard to you know climate for sure, but we do have so many different microclimates and i I remember touring. Uh, a number of years ago, the Neutra VDL House in Silver Lake, and really getting that that feel for what it must have been like in the '50s and '60s, to see that that perfect Southern California ecosystem and building a natural environment to that. But I, I wanted to ask you about this too. Over the years, and call it global warming, whatever you want to call it, climate change is certainly here to stay, and it's it has taken. What was you know what was called decades ago you know four microclimates in Southern California, and now you just you have dozens of them temperatures are not as are not as predictable as they once were. Does that affect the manner in which you design
2: absolutely i mean it's um uh, it's, like I was saying it's very critical to start doing the, the kind of the deep research of you know the area where you are you you're, you're looking your structure and your building, but yeah you know, nevertheless it's uh you know, the change of uh, climates is very rapidly and, and you, we feel it, you know, houses that we did 10 years ago are now, um, you know, have more issues than, uh, the, you, know, have, you know, now, today, on the same, in the same areas. Uh, the heat, I mean, not it's just, you know, there's the heat, the, the heat different between the summers and the winters and, and all these things, you know, fires and, you know, all these aspects. So we constantly have to, kind of deal with these things, you know, we'll find a solution, try to create some kind of a different, you know, uh, um, you know, alternative methods to, you know, see if we can naturally, you know, cool it and, and, you know, just, it's always about less. I think one of our biggest aspects of architecture is just try to use less of everything, you know.
0: Well, I think that that's an interesting point because I, I, I think that that philosophy has changed, dramatically in, in popular approach to architecture, you know, it wasn't always less is more. It wasn't always the edit comes first, you know, the way that that you design where you, you know, you look at how much can we take away? How much carpet can we remove? How much, how many chemicals can we take out of the equation at the start? How much paint can we do without? Doesn't that that actually makes the job a little bit harder, does it not
2: yeah, but it's also it's also much deeper than that It's also you know less of you know a, a thing that people think is maybe sustainable in the way or you know, less solar panels you don't have to do too much of everything it's it's a whole aspect of the of the construction from from the beginning to the end, you know of course, what are the like you said carpets and all these negative things of course that's just for us it's it's completely. You know, when you say it, it's like, yeah, 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 but it's like, you know, but uh, when when you come into the microclimate that you really, really have to deal with, you know, things like, you know, air conditioning and cooling and, you know, and you have no options, then either you have to do, you have to use some uh, mechanical, you know, version to you know, cool your home, you really need to think about, like, how can you do it at the less, you know, a, a less impact as possible. And and then you kind of start combining, you know, the solar aspect and and also using maybe, you know, direct current with the DC current instead of AC current and all these more, you know, you know, deeper thinking into architecture and how sustainability works.
0: I think it's interesting, too, because you're also creating a, you know, an environment without a a number of traditional design elements. do you ever do you ever have a client who loves the the lines, who loves the the style in which in which you you craft, but wants way more of the other things, the all of the all of the design elements. Does that and does that conflict with your philosophy?
1: Yeah, I think uh we you have to um you have to start from the beginning here. We are not creating homes for ourselves. We are always creating homes for others, and uh, then when the client comes, we're cre- creating, we're creating uh, a home, holistic home for that family to live in. So that's there if they want to, you know. That that we work with, with we work with the clients with that always.
0: And and knowing that, and using that as a starting point, and I'm curious. I feel like over the over the past two and a half months, with what we've seen as far as people have been stuck at home and in being stuck at home they their homes have had to serve as home office daycare school um i mean you name it gym everything right. and and homes. Homes traditionally have not been have not been crafted to serve all of those functions has that has that either changed your philosophy at all or does that reinforce what you've been doing all this time?
1: I think it reinforces everything we've been doing um, It's so important to have uh, the home have a flow. We've talked about it often before it's like you know there's so there is very little time you know, in a regular day before, you know, COVID diets and curfews, and there were not many hours in the day you would, for example, have a moment with your kids. you would pick them up from school and you'd, you know, uh, go get some groceries and come home and cook and you need to uh, feed them and bathe them and help them with the homework all in like three hours. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. And so what we think is very important is to have the kitchen open. We can do it all. They can sit on the kitchen table, uh, island, kitchen island, do their homework while cooking. This we found very convenient. And we believe in home cooking, and you know, and and, and it's fun to go out, but also home cooking can help you, you know, uh, you know, stay stay. You know what you're cooking, and 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 stay. You know the ingredients you have, and. And if you can do that easily, not stuck in a closed kitchen in the corner, then you you do it more freely and it becomes more easier to stay to keep our family healthy.
0: Which which has me thinking and wondering and I wanted to talk to you about a number of your your projects, but curious at the start of this, you know, I notice the the manner in which you design and the the, the materials. How they're how they're exposed and you know left unfinished, it it reminds me of this you know the core elements of 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 brutalist architecture. Is is that was is that a is that an inspiration on which you draw you draw when you design?
2: Very interesting question. Um, I never put that together, but I I guess that is something we can yeah I, I guess I can I can say that is something we we like even though it, it's kind of the coldness and the heaviness of it and the whole thing is maybe not the direction, but the overall concept of it, yes.
0: Yeah, because it, it's it's interesting to me, and one of those things that I see is just the the absence of, you know, ornamental tchotchkes, things, you know, there's, there's an absence of the ornamental. And, and because, the, you know, you, you have in, in many of your, your designs, and we're going to talk about a few, the, the exposed concrete, the exposed wood, the exposed structures. And it almost, you know, when I look at it, 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 I find it so appealing in its starkness. And then everything else around it is what sort of colors in around the lines. And, and that's even before you go inside. And so I was just curious because, you know, I, I think many have a, have a, especially in the States, n- not so much elsewhere, um, Iceland for sure, but I think in the States, many have, have sort of that, this, uh, una- they don't have an appreciation for brutalist and brutalism uh, because you know every, we're sort of brought up on vivid pops of color and covering up everything so you don't actually see what's behind the facade. Um, so I think it's interesting, and I wanted to talk to you about that. The first, the first project I wanted to ask you about, and I don't know how to pronounce it, uh, NLCE? it's it's a project it's the nice nice house oh is is it nice i'm sorry i i I thought the i was an. it's a capital i oh there we go okay i totally missed that Uh um the the nice house it's in iceland and it's a it's a country vacation house but it is it is completely modern in 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 its aesthetic but it looks like it completely belongs in the space in which in which you put it you placed it um and it's not overly overly it's not large who who did you design this for i mean not not specifically but is it is it a family
1: yeah, this was designed for my brother um then he had uh, three sons now he has four <laughs> <laughs> and uh they all have kids uh but uh, three sons and and there' was a couple with three uh, kids and uh and it's it's built for function function and um a family function and
0: and and living well and and what i love about this too is the grayscale. even the wood so that you have you have concrete on obviously and then you have the wood and by the way i would encourage everyone um to go to the website com where where you can follow along on, on the projects page um because what I, what I love about this is, is the, the grayscale working into the environment in which the, 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 it was placed, you have the, ex, the exterior where you ha- it also matches the interior. You have an outdoor shower, you have the indoor shower, but the pictures that you're showing, it is a completely serene environment and it's in, it's in Iceland. Is it, is it relatively isolated or is it, is it in a, a fairly densely populated area?
2: no it's a, it's a quite a you know um in a, in a insulated area and you know there there are houses around it but it, they're, they're, the property is quite big so it's uh and it sits in this kind of between these two um, the rock area and, and one of the concepts of the house was as you know in i don't know if you know iceland um the weather there is you know you have to kind of shield yourself for the wind because normally the winds are cold. And the best weathers are normally that, you know, kind of the, the wind is coming from the north, it's cold, and the, but the sun is kind of, you know, hitting you. So we wanted to, the concept of the kind of the setting is also that you can see the decks are on the both, both sides. So pretty much every wind is kind of sealed from that, from the outdoor area. That's how we can create these outdoor area that get get you know, better used. And then of course if you look you see the the large window with the, the view and the, and the landscape just bringing that you know into the living room
0: so let's let's go from there for a moment to another project of yours because you talk about you talk about the you know shielding from the wind which you can tell by looking at the at the exterior and the elevation that you know, the thought was put into that. So now you get to another element. And if you go to living by the sea, you know, this home is is obviously facing the ocean. So you have another element that you design for. And I think one of the things, you know, living at the beach and, and you're in Santa Monica, so you're at the beach as well, is you have to deal with both onshore and offshore winds. You have to deal with salt air, which is not traditionally nice to exposed metal or or wood in many cases um tell me tell me about this house
2: well we use a lot of glass in this you I mean of course uh, the, uh, the view is the million dollar view is yeah. it's the ocean it's sitting right on the ocean um, and you I mean it's a I mean in this situation it's kind of it's kind of in a way a little bit unfair because when you think think about it the view is there uh the privacy that you don't have no issues with privacy it, and it's a small home too so it it's it's pretty much you know everything is oriented about that one element which is the ocean and how you create that and of course you use a lot of glass you know in, in the outside and and you know we tried we still we still use you know very strong you know wood pieces you know just to kind of warm up it you know so it doesn't get too cold exposed
1: um we also created um atrium in the middle of the house uh, if you see there's uh, glass around it and there are flowers there too to create more uh inside garden
0: i did notice that and i and that was actually one of the things that i wanted to ask you about because in that particular room it's at the top of the stairs and so you you have you have this transition into you know a, li- a living room space with with retractable doors and because of the the use of glass, it doesn't cut off the view. it doesn't cut off the feel the openness when you actually close the retractable doors and i and i found that I found that really refreshing and interesting, especially coming off of a s- off a stairway where traditionally it it might it might feel a little more compact yeah
1: well uh in this case like we do we like we like to um do multi-purpose multi-use you know recycle reuse and this case you see the living room has these sliding doors you were talking about and this could be a guest room if um if you wanted by closing these doors um and the atrium is in between a bedroom and this bedroom this uh, living room um a living room guest room so you can open up to you know get
0: the breeze throughout the house yeah and i love that something else in in this space i mean there's a lot of things about this space that i i really find attractive one in particular because of all the techniques you're using in this one small space is i'm looking at a shower and the the back wall is treated glass so it's you know it's it it's frosted or opaque in in some way so that you can't see into the shower and then th- there's a bench but it's a really narrow shower, and I'm I'm curious when when you approach, a small space like this, you know, in thinking about how to open, I guess the key is to how to take, the the small footprint and make it live as large as possible. Yes.
1: Of course, and it's also to bring light in there. That's why we have this frosted glass. Actually, uh, a textured, uh, textured uh, frosted glass. Uh, mm-hmm. But, but to, um, to bring light in that little shower makes it a much more pleasant place to be in.
0: It, it really does. And, I, and I'm just curious, I don't know if you remember or not, but the material that you used is that a terrazzo tile?
1: Uh, on the inside of the shower? Correct. No, these are rocks. Actually, these tiles are made out of rocks and
0: there's, on the sides. It's so sexy. Pebble stone. Yeah.
2: The pebble stone. Yeah. Yeah. But you, to, to explain this project a little better, it's very long and narrow. So and doesn't have and has kind of only windows on at the on two at the ends of the you know the front of the ocean and the other side is the is the street. Mm-hmm. So you ha- that's the reason we have to create this courtyard in the middle, to create the lights also in the center of the, on the building. You know?
1: The skylight.
2: So that's kind of, yeah, so you understand the project a little better.
0: I hope you're enjoying this conversation with Erla and Turgvi, the founders of Menark. This is a new segment of the show called A Moment of Zen. It's a focus on wellness tips for a healthy mind, body, and soul using design. This topic has been coming up more and more lately, and while this is certainly not a new topic, more clients have been asking for health and wellness worked into their designs than ever before. I started asking people, there are some really interesting ideas taking shape. As you hear about modern minimalist design, peaceful living needs to be part of that conversation. And if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that the idea of home is very different now than it was at the start of the year. Not only are we spending more time at home, but that time is being spent doing more things. Of course, the idea of relaxation in a spa-like environment has been lost to many, but it doesn't have to be that way. Have you considered incorporating steam showers into your designs? If not, some things to consider. Steam showers are not just for resorts, spas, and gyms. You know this, but what you might not be aware of is that steam showers offer additional opportunities, like aromatherapy. Aromatherapy is the introduction of essential oils into the steam itself, which is said to have both healing properties as well as adding to, the, uh, to a relaxing experience. Options it can include jasmine, eucalyptus, rose, lavender, chamomile all offering their own essence to the experience while they've not been studied for medical efficacy per se and it's important to get any treatments cleared by a medical professional in advance this is something that can add to the experience of a shower making it so much more than just a a cleaning tool a steam shower conversion is a relatively simple construction upgrade. And once that's that's done, incorporating essential oils into the steam is even easier thanks to thermosol. I read a great article in New York Magazine online from February 16th, 2017. It was called The Strategist, What's the Deal with Essential Oils by Mike Albo. Albo spoke with Dr. Pamela Dalton from the Monell Center in Philadelphia. Dalton, an olfactory research scientist, spoke about the value of essential oils. Dr. Dalton recommends... Uh, quote, encourages their use, end quote, and notes that in her research, her personal research, it, it's, it creates an extremely rare creation. Uh, there are a number of possible reasons for this, but at the end of the day, we're all looking for ways to increase the sense of well-being achieved through relaxation, and aromatherapy is an option worth exploring. These ideas are provided to you to consider Exploring in your future projects, as well as your your current home. Zen is a state of mind. Designing for wellness is more important now than ever before. Thermosol is a brand created over 60 years ago to incorporate steam showers and sauna into any project you can design they've also integrated cutting-edge technology into their products allowing you to get individual comfort to set individual profiles for every user set temperature chromotherapy, aromatherapy listen to your music or watch your favorite shows while taking a relaxing steam shower and you will be amazed at just how easy it is to specify Thermosol products for every project you can design. Check them out online at thermosol.com. So there you go. Hopefully that will help you find your moment of zen. Back to my conversation with Minarch founders Erla and Trigvi. Yeah, which is, which, you know, and again, living at the beach and understanding that the closer you get to to the shore itself, the closer you get to the water the <clears throat> the more challenging some of some of these the the spaces can be and the footprints you know that that idea of using height and a and a skinny footprint is far more challenging than if it was low and wide just because of you know you have to account for stairs and you have to account for other areas that cut off light and and that's why you know it, this seems like the the tall and skinny concept would be far more challenging is it
2: yeah you I mean well i mean for you <laughs> every, everything is challenging but everything is fun at the same time so i mean <laughs> you know it's kind of like when you get a big big piece of uh, canvas it's just wide it's kind of the harder thing is to start in a way so if you get a smaller one it's maybe easier to start with a smaller thing so, you know so i don't know they, they, i think each each of them have their own uh,
0: challenge. Well, and, and along those lines, there are some other things that you did in this particular property, which is why I picked this project because there are some other things that you did that, that I notice, And to me, it looks like there are other motives and methods for using this. You know, you have the, um, you have the stools in the, in the kitchen against the kitchen counter. And what you chose to do is to cover them, in a in a in a turf which which did a couple of things for me because you're in such a such a densely populated area with such limited access to open spaces open park spaces trees shrubs bushes any kind of landscaping to do something like this on the inside that that gives the feel or perception of outside i think is is just it's a it's a really clever use of materials and space
1: Thank you. Uh, We we created these stools as a reminder of how badly the the uh, the the uh, the uh, synthetic grass is used. This Mm. is uh, recycled from uh, high school uh, football yard football um,
0: a field. Really, they're recycled
1: field. Yeah, so this is recycled, and we did these just to like think about how 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 badly it's used.
0: It's a subtle artistic protest. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So, let me let me ask you something. What what are your thoughts on on turf and synthetic turf in particular?
1: Well, uh, these fields are uh very big and the machines that make the these carpets are come in certain widths, and you need to uh, put it all down together, the same, in the, in the, at the same, in the, from the same. What is it called? Batch. And if it, if, if it gets, uh, uh if you need to replace it, you need to take it all out. And you know, and these are made out of I don't know what.
2: Well, this is very, very wasteful, very wasteful. And these, you know, these fields are normally replaced every, you know, maybe three or five. Three or four years, depend how much they're used, and the only thing it's bad on it's just the center because you you only play at the center of these fields anyway, <laughs> you know. So the edges are all in, in pretty good shape, and it's all and then just they, most of them end up in the landfills.
0: So with something like this, you know, I, I I actually think that it it is a subtle artistic protest. Now that I hear you explain it, and I think it's uh, I think it's artfully done. Well done. Um, thank you. Thank you the the and it's interesting cuz right against those uh one of the things i wanted to point out is is the the door um was that is that a door that you use often um because i i the, the way it swivels um again it's a it's a good use of space
1: well it gives you a bigger opening when it's open
2: yeah, but this is only the few areas of the house that kind of the side side could have a little bit of windows. We wanted also to get more light in from that area. And yes, we use we use this type of doors a lot. And yeah, the, one of the reasons is, is, I mean, they're very very easily uh, operable. They give you a large nice opening. They're great for uh, ventilation if you want to keep them open because they have these spring locks that you can you can lock them in the open position. So if you want to you know, ventilate through your home. It's 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 a. Uh, I mean, it, yeah. There's a lot of ways this this door is. We like these doors.
1: And in this particular case, but this is by the ocean, and this door has sea uh, grass. It's a white laminated with sea grass inside of it. The glass itself. I don't think you have a picture to show it there, but. It's no,
0: beautiful. but but it it is beautiful, and so from there, we're, you have, you have a, a small footprint, and so you maximize every, every inch of space. I find this one, while a bit contradictory, really cool is Big Little Rock. Okay. Here's what I love about this. I mean, you have, you have as much room as you want here. Perceive, I mean, you have all the space in the world to, from a standpoint of, of a footprint. Yet you still use every every inch of space so smartly um where what was the origin for this project
1: are you uh, you are talking about big little rock right correct uh so this project was uh this is uh designed for my parents and it's a family built in just by my parents in taking them well just to do it themselves uh, the idea is that it's hidden it has the concept of the grass the popping up off the grass out of the grass and and the concept of the old torf houses that icelanders used to live in
0: i i absolutely love this house for for a number of reasons um first uh, of course is i at the moment, you said it—you know, popping out of the grass. I totally it, I totally see that. It's amazing with that green roof. Um, what does that also do as far as um, insulation for the home?
2: Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic insulation for the homes. You know, both the the, the back concrete wall that has you know it's kind of have, you know buried and then the, the and, the, and the, the, you know the grass roof. I mean, it's it's very high in insulation value. Um and then you mean I mean if you look aesthetic. at the yeah <laughs> of, course. of course
0: yeah I'm curious though do you think grass roofs will will gain in popularity here in the states
2: Absolutely Hope so we're trying to use we try to use as much as as we can you know
0: Well they go to, it Go. it speaks to all of the things that you've spoken about you know as far as the waste when you're re- replacing a, a a you know a, a tar roof um, the materials that that are wasted. I'm curious, though. What is the what is the care? Is it is it a challenge? Is it easy? Yeah, clearly you have to water it. But what is the challenge for caring for a green roof for a grass roof?
1: Picking
2: picking the right uh, vegetation for the location you are you're putting the green putting the roof in. And I think that's the, the most critical part. You know, uses the, the yeah, can live naturally in that area, you know, the surrounding that it's, you know, it's been used. So like in here, and in, the, in uh, L.A., we do a lot of uh, green roofs with, you know, natural uh, desert grasses and, and you know, succulents that, you know, don't use a lot of water. In Iceland, water is not an issue. We have a lot of, you know, rain and a lot of water. So we use kind of naturally, also natural, you know, grass and moss and things like that that you can find in, in Icelandic areas. And then you let it, you let it grow in a way. We let it grow wild. It's just not like you go up there and you you cut it. you, know? you just let it. You let it let it go, like they used to do it in the in the old days you know, on the turf turf houses.
0: Then why do you think it isn't more widely used here in the states?
2: Because I think I think people are, are overdoing things in the landscaping. They think about what's pretty and what's not pretty, and they bring things in. And that, you know, uh, don't live in this environment. And it becomes an issue because they try to, you have to bring in water, you have to, you know, think about how you keep these plants alive. You know, I think it's, uh, I think that's the first mistake that people do. Instead of enjoying, you know, the natural vegetation that is Southern California, that you see everywhere and lives everywhere, uh, you know, naturally.
0: So, as, as you enter the home, you have – and one of the things, too, that is just – it makes perfect sense to me is, again, with this wide, expansive, sliding glass door, which lets the inside out. I'm assuming that there's a – was Breeze taken into account? Is, is climate an issue uh, around this yeah. particular home?
2: Absolutely. It's a completely different climate. In this situation, first of all, you got the natural, um, you know, hot water for heating. So the heating is very, you know, easily doable. So everything is done with radiant floor heating. Uh, you got a lot of a uh, temperature uh, difference. You have a temperature different from, you know, in one day you can have up to, you know, forty, to, you know, forty degree, you know, difference, you know, and. Uh, yeah. You know, so yeah. So it's a glass insulation has to be very, very carefully done. You have to be very careful with the shade. You're also up in the northern, you know, hemisphere. That means your your sun during the, is very low. So you get kind of a, a very, you know, bright and heavy sun. So that's another reason that you see that big canopy or you know, the piece on the on the other end of the building that is just, to, you know, you know, to seal. You know, this direct sunlight to hit that big glass walls.
1: Also, the wind is a big wind big part um, to get some uh, wind uh, shield yeah. <laughs> from the east eastern uh, wind. Eastern northern north eastern. northeast. Yeah.
0: So, the the stairway up to the loft. Who who designed that?
1: We did. <laughs> we did. No, I, I, I know, but a great I'm. question.
0: <laughs> I am curious. No, I, I It's not as simple. I didn't mean it to be as simple as it was. I'm curious. <laughs> Which one of you takes the lead? This is a. It, it's an intri- It's an intricate thing. It, you know, it looks very simple, but it's not. You you have to take a number of things into consideration when when you're building a stairwe- a stair like this without you know without handrails. Um, and it's narrow, and so I'm curious. You know, d- does one of you take the lead when it comes to s- certain things like this, or maybe the question really is, does one of you take the lead generally in certain parts of the home, and the other in other parts of the home?
2: No, I wouldn't say that. I think this is a very collaborative, you know, and, you know, design of everything. I mean, it comes together in a way. We have a loft, we have a kitchen, we have a bathroom. We wanted to create kind of a center element of the, the building that sits kind of in the middle and holds kind of the plumbing and, you know, which means the kitchen and the bathroom. And then you want to create a staircase that leads up and everything has to be integrated together. And it's just one of the things that, you know, it's worked through the design process and then we come up with a, we come up with a solution, you know.
0: And, and I'm curious too, the, the loft, that is not the main bedroom in this space, Correct. No, no. Okay. That's true. And, and and I ask because I wasn't I wasn't sure, but when when you mentioned that it's it's for parents and I start to think about aging in place, this is certainly not if you know if that's the only bedroom that's that's not ideal for uh for uh, I see. No, no. There are two
1: bedrooms and a bathroom downstairs behind the kitchen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is an
1: extra sleeping loft.
0: I get it. I I love that. I think it's I think it's fantastic. And again, it's you know, it's it's glass, it's concrete, it's wood and it's metal.
2: Yeah, I mean it's, it's using the the natural, you know, aspect of the the material that we're using. You, you got the the living roof, you have the concrete and you got the wood facade. Yes.
0: And, I, and I'm also curious, too, about in the kitchen, the countertop with that waterfall. I think it's absolutely beautiful. Who did you use?
2: Um it's, uh, it silestone silestone, silestone. Silestone, silestone. it's
0: silestone, okay. Really interesting. I think it's a great project. I really do. Do you have a favorite of the ones that you've worked on? I'm just curious if you're able to pick a favorite.
1: No, it's kind of like picking a favorite
0: child. <laughs> Some can do it's that. Good. I don't know.
1: It's, um, no, 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 no. They all, they all have uh, great memories, great uh, people that live in them. They're very thankful for you know great clients, and the best part is, uh, you know, best part of the project are, are the are the owners, the homeowners, and good clients, and it's fun to go over and being invited to a barbecue.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. I totally get that. Is there is there a, a a a project that is is on your list of things that you really would love to do in the future that maybe you haven't had an opportunity to do yet? Oh, there are many
1: many 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 adventures and projects we hope we are going to do in the future
0: yeah but I mean anything in anything in particular you know and I think about it because you've for for many architects that I talk to especially ones who who do a number of, of residential projects the way that you do will will say oh I just I would love to do a hotel but you've done a hotel we've
1: done a hotel we have well we have a building system that they're um, very proud of and it's taking off more now than ever um and sustainable uh we have we've built all over the world so that's
2: yeah I, th- I think it's <laughs> <laughs> i i think it's uh it's just a great pro- I mean, of course it's just getting a great project and it's so many I mean, so many different ways you can do a uh you know a great project you know and something i would love to in my mind it's not a specific project that you i would like to do i mean if i want to do a a concert hall i mean like it might be a bad concert hall because it would be a bad client and a bad situation <laughs> you know sure and it doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean anything so all the aspects of the project kind of have to come together and it might be a very very small project somewhere in the middle of uh, you know summer that is absolutely a breathtaking project to do
1: I, I think it's important to keep your eyes and 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 uh, mind open or whatever comes your way. Um if if I start limit limiting my 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 dreams then then uh that's limiting the dreams and uh yeah, so I think it's important to keep your you know, and see what's happening, what comes comes your way and how how we can uh deal with what comes our way and the best way. Yes.
0: Yeah. That being said and last question I have for you is what are what is your take? And I'm I'm really curious about this because it, you know the manner in which you you design the materials that you tend to specify and use more often than than not. What is what is your take on the state of design and architecture? The U.S. is too big a question, but specifically here in Southern California, what are you seeing right now that you like? What are you seeing that you don't? What do you think? what do you think this landscape is, is going to look like in the future? And I, and I ask you this question for a very simple reason. I, I, I have always thought that designers and specifically architects are futurists. You know, it's not about doing the interior design on a project that you, you do for, you know, five or 10, maybe 15 years. But when you, when you create a residential or a commercial project you're looking at 50 75 80 100 years that that this project is is going to last and when you look at a at a, a an area like southern california where the infill projects really are are it's been filled in you know we we are what we are the only the only way that we grow is either up or remove and replace and so, because of that, I'm I'm curious, with everything that you've spe- you've seen, especially in light of the last two and a half months, and even before that, how rapidly the 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 taste in which people have for design and architecture has changed so rapidly. What do you see as the state of of design, specifically architecture, in Southern California?
2: Well. Homelessness is a huge thing here and housing is a big problem in in the States right now. And, you know, one of the biggest issue is the separation between kind of, you know, money, you know, rich and, and, and less with them less money. And then, you know, it's, um, you know, greed and all these similar, that all these situations, we all know it's there. We don't, we don't know how to deal with it. And we, we all love to kind of get, get into it and, and, and solve these, solve these issues. And This is one of the things we are trying to uh, trying to work with, creating ADUs uh, for you know for, for rental. We already have that. We have a company that does that. Um, you know. Then another is, uh, like I was mentioned, the panel panel system that we do, that you know creates you know wall system out, out of you know, high efficiency you know wall panels with with uh, high you know uh, insulation uh, you know rating. So saving energy, so you don't have to use as much power to heat your home, cool your home. You now all these aspects, that's what I, that's what I, I think we we will get more and more. We these these things we've been fighting for for the last ten years. I feel they are kind of starting to come to the surface. You know, there's more and more people that understand that a house is not just a nice kitchen an, and a nice hardwood floor. You know. It's so much deeper into what the nice house is, or the nice living area. It doesn't really nothing have, have doesn't have anything to do with the with the nice kitchen or the nice hardwood floor. It has to do with the the core of the of the building itself.
0: So true, so true. Um, thank you both very much for for taking the time to talk to me this afternoon. This was great. I really enjoyed speaking with you.
1: Thank, thank you. you. Uh, it was uh, an
0: honor being invited. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Erla. Thank you, Trippy. I really appreciate the time and love the design. Thank you, Walker Zanger, for your continued support. Thank you, Thermosol, for your support. And I want to thank you for listening to the show. Were it not for you, there would be no Combo by Design, so thank you. Remember to subscribe to the podcast everywhere you find your favorite shows. And until next week, keep creating.